0: I am here with Matt Manassi, or McNasty, pickleball coach of the star, (laughs) um, as well as a pro pickleball player. Um, What is your favorite title, by the way? You have a lot.
1: Um, Yeah, probably, I don't know, McNasty is a good one. I've been called McNasty for a long time, or Manassi, which is my last name. I don't know, you can call me Matt. I go by by a lot. I I generally don't introduce myself as... uh, pickleball mcnasty or coach of the stars normally it's just a simple mat and then uh maybe if 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 i need to pull out the coach of the stars card i will
0: <laughs> outside of the pickleball world do people know that you're called mcnasty
1: yes so in high school i was started being called mcnasty because again my last name is manassi uh i had a coach uh, christian Cowis in uh, at everett academy Um, he was from Honduras and he always would call me McNasty and, uh, kind of just stuck after that. Um, I used to do things in college where, um, I would travel to different places, you know, if I was in Lubbock or wherever for a tournament, I would like say, all right, it's uh, Lubbock McNasty. So then when I got into, I would do these things on Snapchat and whatever. But when I got into pickleball, uh, the first tournament you were allowed to, enter as like a nickname which you can never do in tennis you always had to be Matt McNasty. but I saw on the draw Johnny Pickleball and the uh, Flying Frenchman or Unicorn or whatever there was all these nicknames in Pickleball and I was like that's kind of cool I want to sign up as a nickname so I picked Pickleball McNasty I kind of copied Johnny Pickleball um, and uh, then it then it stuck
0: Oh my gosh, I love that. That's great. Johnny Pickleball is another one of our sponsored players, just like okay. you and, and Wes and a few of the other guys. Yeah.
1: I saw, um, it's actually funny, like my name is still Pickleball McNasty on the tournament entries. Oh my so God. it says like Pickleball, like Matt Pickleball McNasty, Minasty. so yeah. then, uh, when you're at the front or when you're at the uh, net, when they're checking your paddles and giving you the rules, they're also calling to see who's in what position, like first or second server. So they they look, they're like McNasty? Uh, uh, pickleball? It's, it's kind of funny.
0: Oh, I love all the referees there, too. I'm sure they get a kick out of it.
1: They do. They like it.
0: <laughs> um, so what is your, I guess, like, let's start with where you grew up, how you got into pickleball. How did this all start? I mean, I know it's the fastest growing sport. I feel like yeah. you, you were one of the first people I've met in the pickleball realm. Um, right kind of been introduced to pickleball so how did you get introduced to it where did that all start um, give us the whole lowdown
1: yeah um, I well I'm from Erie, Pennsylvania uh, I got into tennis uh, when I was like five years old we moved into a house that had a tennis court my older sister uh, was playing so it was a long tennis journey from then until you know I thought I wanted to be a pro tennis player I went to high school in Florida for tennis um, I went to USC, uh, Southern California, my freshman year and played and then transferred and finished out at Purdue uh, and played there. Um, after that, I worked at Babolat for a couple of years, the racket company, which is now also a paddle company. They make pickleball paddles too. Um, <laughs> but I miss I missed being on court and being in the the thick of things there, being behind a desk wasn't really what I saw for myself, and got into college coaching. Um, For six years, I coached women's tennis uh, as an assistant coach and then associate head coach uh, at Wisconsin, Oklahoma State, and then Duke University. Um, Two years at each, did pretty well. And, uh, you know, at Oklahoma State, we made the NCAA final my first year, uh, the Elite Eight my second, uh, won a couple conference titles there, and went to Duke. We went back-to-back Final Fours. Won a conference title as well. Um, and I don't know, I, I, at the end of 2019, uh, I just didn't, uh, I, I was trying to get some head coaching jobs, um, but I didn't really see that for my future, just being a college tennis coach. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I just wanted more uh, creativity, entrepreneurial nature, whatever you want to call it. And uh, I left College coaching, ended up pro coaching for a few months um, from December through the pandemic. So December 2019 through March 2020 with Shelby Rogers, who's the top 50 player on tour. Uh, but I, I wasn't really enjoying that either. And the pandemic for me came at a perfect time because it sent me back to Erie, Pennsylvania, um, where it was my childhood home. I hadn't really been there in a long time for, or at least for a significant amount of time. And I was there alone, kind of forced to, like, reset. The whole world was forced to reset. And I didn't have pressure to, like, get that next job right away or, you know, do what I want, like, hop into tennis or whatever. I could kind of just make TikToks and uh, and mm-hmm. chill. And uh, I found, luckily, I found pickleball. Um, the community in Erie that I used to play tennis with had all switched to pickleball. Uh, that was my first kind of invitation Outside of the house to do something social with people that was that was safe, you know. So mm-hmm. um yeah, I got into pickleball during the pandemic, ended up falling in love with it, wanted to play some pro t- pro tournaments. Uh met met one of our friends, Ryan Sherry. We played in LA. I, I went out there for a tournament and uh ended up meeting Doug Allen and and some other people uh in the Hollywood crowd. And I was like, Wow, uh pickleball is allowing me to meet some special people. So Went, went out to California a month later and kind of uh, the rest is history, I guess.
0: That's quite the journey. So is that how, once you got out to California, how did you then become like coach of the stars?
1: Yeah, <laughs> that sounds cringy sometimes, uh, but not all the time. Um, no, so yeah, so when I first moved out to California, uh, my vision was to kind of start the program at the Riviera Country Club. Mm-hmm. Um, which is in Pacific Palisades. I had actually spent four different occasions there because all Americans for college tennis was hosted at the Riviera Country Club uh, when I was at Oklahoma State and Duke. So when I was with Oklahoma State we ran into Mark Wahlberg at the Riv and Hillary swank and I knew Adam Sandler was a member and you know so that was kind of the who's who of celebrity whether you're a movie producer or actor or whatever agent, you belong to the RIV. And I thought if I could start Pickleball there, that could be a way into that world. And they didn't have Pickleball yet. So, you know, after a few months of bothering them to give me, you know, let me start the program there. Um, I finally, I did a 16 person clinic, actually West Burroughs, uh, who you mentioned earlier, a good friend of mine and, and a good friend obviously of Can Do um, came and, and did my first, uh, free clinic to see if they would hire me at the RIV. Uh, we had 16 people. We brought eight, they brought eight of their members and we, we crushed it, um, as what as Wes and I would do. And, uh, I waited a month and they, they didn't give me anything. They said I had to come back again and do one more, uh, free, free ladies group. So for women and, uh, It was the first group was Ari Emanuel's uh, fiance, uh, Jim Burkus's wife, and Larry David's wife. And that kind of got my foot in the door a little bit to the Hollywood scene. Um, And then it was a lot of outreach to agents and managers and, uh, you know, just normal organic referrals, I guess. And Mm -hmm. slowly but surely you... End up meeting a lot of different people in Hollywood. Someone wrote uh, Craig Coyne. I met through Brian and Veronica Grazer. um, And uh, Craig was writing this article, that first article for Vanity Fair. I introduced him to a bunch of different pros, to uh, some of my celebrity clients, talked to him about all the different tours. And uh, he put me in the article as the coach of the stars. And I kind of just ran with that.
0: I love that title. I think it's great. Thank
1: you. Thank you.
0: And do you have like a favorite celebrity that you've worked with that you can talk about?
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, first of all, they're all they're all different, unique. Uh there's a there's a couple favorites for sure. Um, I mean, Jamie Foxx is is hilarious and and loves it. He has three courts at his at his compound. Um, obviously wishing him well because he's in the hospital right now recovering. Um but hopefully he'll be back on the court soon. And he's, I mean, just going there, he has all the personality in the world. You hear every impression in the book, but then you also get <laughs> uh, real, real fun uh, pickleballs. So uh, he's great. You know, Matthew Perry coming back from addiction and, and using pickleball to kind of get over that hump has been awesome. And he's, again, a uh, personality and fun. And you, you, he, he will not miss an opportunity to crack a joke. Uh, Emma Watson, you know she's she's one that I, I've worked with a bunch, uh, especially through that show Pickled. Uh, she's probably the most competitive. Like she she will not stop. Um, wants to get better. asks so many questions. Um, is a good student. And uh, yeah, so so let's let's say those three are, are tops.
0: Awesome, and I know outside of pickleball, you do like a lot of things. So not only play, you coach. You also have commentated before, yep. um, you spoke a little bit about like entrepreneurship earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, I've also been seeing lots of stuff about McNasty and Eleven on your social media. Sure. So do you wanna share a little bit more like what you do outside of pickleball? Um, yeah. still somewhat within pickleball, but outside of just playing.
1: Yeah, there's a lot, I have a lot of projects. Uh, first and foremost, Crush Yard, uh, which is a pickleball entertainment venue. Um, we're converting existing big box stores um, and turning them into these pickleball restaurants and clubs. So, like Top Golf, but for pickleball. That's starting in Charleston in two months. Uh, our first location will open there, uh, and then we'll open up, you know, all around the country. It's probably Florida, uh, you know, East, Southeast first, and then all over. Uh, I'm the chief ambassador of that, uh, so that's one project. I'll be there a lot. Um, we, you know, the Gronkowskis have invested Golden Tate, AJ Green, a bunch of really cool people. So that'll be a fun project and, and kind of my biggest one at the moment. Um, what else? Yes, I've commentated a bunch for Tennis Channel, uh, through Tennis Channel, ESPN, and I think NBC. Um, I have started hosting events and MCing events. I've done two now with 11 Vodka um in the miami design district so uh 11 vodka and i came out with the mcnasty times 11 vodka in a pr box um featuring all of my favorite brands i had yola in there municipal uh as you can see here uh that's one of my clothing companies that i work with mark Wahlberg's brand um i have two shows that i'm working on one uh where jamie fox is actually executive producer um we're trying to sell that right now I, it's like a comedians and cars getting coffee but uh, on a pickleball court, so um, we made a great sizzle for that, and that's <laughs> that's in the works. Um, probably going to be doing stuff with doing things media, uh, which is a, a digital platform to create content. Uh, they have a lot of big influencers and content creators and events they do. Uh, what else?
0: You're a busy guy. I
1: <laughs> I'm I'm, I'm, I'm going to be featured, I think, in two documentaries, which is which is fun. Um, yeah, and then just you know normal, normal playing here and there. Uh, obviously, sponsor commitments and stuff like that. Uh, my paddle deals coming up with with Yola, so it's either Yola or a couple others that I'm talking to. So, um, yeah, just trying to be a good good ambassador for the sport. I think there's some you know that that obviously play every single week, and they're doing a great job growing the sport as well. Um my Avenue or, or Lane is a little bit different. Um, yes, I, I can play on the professional level and do, but uh, my growing the game is from kind of the amateur space, the event space, uh, just being a, a good ambassador for the sport and uh, it's been fun.
0: Yeah. And where do you see the sport going? I mean, it's also like I mean it's already grown like increasing mm-hmm. well. And so where in the next I don't know year or two do you see pickleball?
1: Yeah. uh, I mean, I think at the recreational level, it's continuing to grow. So, um, and at the pro level too, but I'll start with recreational. Uh, I mean, when I got into pickleball, it was like 4.9 million people or something were were playing it or picked up a paddle. You know, now the numbers that are being reported are in the thirties of millions of people playing. Um, So the growth is there. I think you're still going to see a ton of more, Courts being built over the next couple of years, uh, I think that's an issue. There's more players um, than there are uh, courts. So the the demand uh, is exceeding the supply at the moment. Um, in terms of the and, th- and that's going to, you know, you're going to you're going to see growth internationally. You're going to see paddle sales continue to grow balls. Uh, hopefully a lot of people will, will buy the can do crisp, you know, as as that spreads more into pickleball. Um, so, so that part is healthy. I think the, the part that everyone's not concerned or worried about, but is, is interested about is the pro side. Um, will, will there be betting involved? Will there be TV rights deals that are bigger? Uh, will the personalities continue to grow, um, so that there's a fan base that really cares? Um, obviously us pickleball insiders know great these players are and and how great their personalities are and they can shine on the biggest of stages um but the audience at large doesn't right there's if there's 30 something million people playing pickleball but only five thousand people are watching the final of mlp then we we have a a uh big job to do to grow the awareness of the professional game and the personalities that are in it so that's that's uh, the next couple of years that's going to be um, a problem that that uh, the pro side needs to work on, but the recreational side is is very safe and growing. and I think you know one of my projects, I'd love to take this internationally and and continue to grow the game um, across the globe and see if we can get into the Olympics.
0: That would be so cool. Um, we need more courts out here in Austin. We actually just, a group <laughs> of friends and I just tried to play on Sunday and we went to like four different courts um, and they're all packed. All of them were packed and there were these like crazy, like tournament kind of things going, like you had to put your paddle down right, on, yeah. on the ground and there's a King's court and people are trying to make their way there. And half of us like had never played before. And we were like, <laughs> we just like want to hit the ball back and forth. Right. Um, so yeah, we definitely need more more courts out here just for you know the people like like me and my friends who just want to play for fun <laughs> we'll
1: have to, we'll have to get a crush yard out in Austin,
0: yes. and so what's the difference between crush yard and then I think it's called like chicken and pickle or pickle and chicken yeah Is chicken
1: that- and yeah, there's chicken and pickle there's smash park crush yard uh, pickle and social um there's there's a ton of them um. But uh, crush yard is unique in the fact that, first of all, we'll be all indoors. Um, mm-hmm. since we're repurposing an existing big box, like the building is already there. So to get up and running and to convert into uh, our our venue will be you know, four to five million dollars, uh, whereas a chicken and pickle, their ground up build is between eighteen and twenty two million. So you have a, a pretty wide gap there of, of price to, to open. Um, being all indoors, we're never going to have to worry about weather. Uh, all all eight courts, you know, at least at our Charleston location, we may have more in other locations will be able to be used all the time. Um, in terms of keeping our labor costs down, we have 52 beer, wine, mixed drinks on tap, but it's all through the RFID, um, you know, scanning system. So uh, you go up and get your, your beverages on your own. You order all your food on the app. The food is very, very good. Um, you book all your your courts on the app as well and, and merch. So um, everything's very automated. Uh, we keep costs down because the, the existing building is there. Parking is already built in because you're already in, in a big box area. So um, I, I'm pretty excited about the concept. I think we're going to grow quickly. Uh, we have a lot of franchisees interested in in getting our uh, getting a crush yard in their, in their, uh, location. So it's exciting.
0: We got to get, um, candy bars in there.
1: Uh, easily, easily. <laughs> I'll connect, I'll connect you after the, after the call.
0: Amazing. So, um, I feel like you are an influencer on Instagram and you're out there and you're posting a lot and I yeah. follow all of your journey. I see everything you're doing every day. Um, is there anything, or what is something, I guess I should say, that people don't know about you? I feel like you share a lot out there, but is there something that you can tell us that people actually don't know about you?
1: Uh, I don't know. Um, I do like uh, I do like time alone. You know, sometimes I'm a pretty social person, uh, but I think I recharge being by myself, probably for a little bit, not a lot. I get, I get bored too alone, but once in a while I need, I need that time. Um, I don't know, fun facts about me. (laughs) I brush my, I brush my teeth in the shower. Um, (sighs) I, I was, I was born three months premature. That's a good one. Um, I was, I I was two pounds when I was born. That's a good fun fact. And I used to be, I was like deathly afraid of public speaking for a long time.
0: Oh my gosh,
1: Uh, that's ironic. In college, I, my first, my first, I I took a public speaking course and I actually dropped out because I was so nervous before my first speech. I just like didn't show up and I took it online so I could, I could do speeches like in front of the computer and, uh. And now I've you're been,
0: commentating and you're chatting yeah, with now, everybody all the time. Yeah,
1: now I now I speak in front of a lot of people a decent amount of time. So uh, yeah, that was a, a big turn.
0: Oh my gosh. And so do you recharge then with you have a dog now?
1: Have no, you my parents, my, okay. my parents, my parents have a dog. Your parents I, I've been I've been in Florida um, for a little bit now, just because there was there was the world series, the pickleball. There was the football Slam. I was supposed to play MLP. Uh, I hosted an event with Miami Design District and Eleven. I had to do some stuff with the PR box down here, um, and then there's obviously the U.S. Open. So it's it's like a month and a half that I've been in and out. Um, and and our our wiener dog Huckabee is uh, <laughs> here. And and was the story. Say, bro- how
0: do you have a do- how do you have a dog with all of this?
1: I I do not. So the and the story behind Huckabee. Uh, and, that na- and that name is, we had a beagle named Hudson, and a dachshund named Maccabee. Um, and Huckabee is like the this new, this new, they both passed, but this dachshund is like the coloring of a beagle, but on a dachshund body. And so I was like, if we combine the names, Huckabee, and I, I came up with the name.
0: That's so cute. I love that. <laughs> So what do you have to look forward to, let's say in the next month, what's going on on your schedule? Are you playing in any tournaments? Give us the whole
1: Yes. So I have, um, I have the U S open this Saturday. Um, I don't know when this is being released, but, uh, the 21st or 22nd, whatever that is of April, we'll, I'll play mixed doubles, uh, pro doubles with Shelby Bates in Naples. Um, so that'll be exciting. Uh, I go back to LA on the 24th. I have an event I'm hosting on the 26th, and then I fly to Atlanta for an event I'm hosting on the 27th. Um, I then fly to Vegas on the 30th of April uh, to look at a site for a big event I'm planning for next year. And then, yeah, I have an event. I have a couple events in May that I'm hosting. I don't know if I'm playing anything in May yet. Um, I don't believe so unless I go to New York. Uh, but I think uh, there's, there's someone who wants me to train someone from Japan to see if we can get him ready for the pro pickleball space. So that's a project that I'll be, I think in LA for at the end of May. And, uh, there might be a fun event at the end of May that I'm also working on with a, with a pretty big artist. So, um, I just got wind of that last night. So yeah, just everything and and anything all the time.
0: Packed schedule as always.
1: Always, always. (laughs)
0: Awesome. Well, um, I mean, I know you know everything about can do and our motto. Um, but just before we wrap up, we are always asking people for their can do stories. Um, mm-hmm. You have probably many. Um, but if you want to share with us just one of your best can do stories, we would love to hear it.
1: Um, and a can do story would be something that like, I just like persevere, right? Yeah. So like. To-
0: again like the motto is it's about what you can do not what you yeah. can't and just focusing on you know those things that we can't do every day
1: Yeah i mean i think i don't know my my story in general you know i i got i got fired from a job in wisconsin and then was able to rebound and get this great job at oklahoma state and then we made the ncaa final and uh, you know you you go through tough times over and over and over again you leave duke then you get something else um the pandemic hits you're not sure what to do you have to reset and find something and grind and and make something of yourself and uh and i think i don't know i think everyone's life is is their can-do story uh mine certainly is like you're 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 definitely gonna get a lot of no's in life you're gonna um have failures and then just to continue to get up and grind and, and push through and persevere and, and network and make something of yourself is, is the perfect can do story. And, uh, I don't, I certainly don't reflect on on my own own life, uh, often, but I'm, you know, if I can, I'm definitely, I'm proud of what I've done in the last couple of years. Um, reinventing myself a little bit, um, and and not taking no for an answer and getting through difficult situations um and, and handling it all hopefully with with class um so i think yeah that's that's my can-do story and uh i don't know if, if any of us have a good story as adam but uh you know or or
0: there are some really really stories out there or,
1: or uh as much personality and um that energy exactly as people. adam but uh i'll try i'll try to i'll try to match match that energy this next year that'll be my my goal
0: and i mean we've known you what like almost two years a year or two almost yeah yeah um, and i know we're super proud of everything you've accomplished too it's it's really cool to watch it's cool to be part of the sport and watch that grow and then obviously watch you like grow this community and followers and Um, yeah, we're, we're so excited to have you on our team as an ambassador and, um, yeah, we're just excited for everything for you. I love, I
1: love, I love candy. What's on the horizon? What's new?
0: We've got a lot of cool things coming up, but right now what I can tell you is we just launched a new flavor. I'm not sure if you got that one in the mail or not because you're all over the place, but we did launch a salted peanut butter flavor. Um, new packaging as you can see everything now is can do crisp yes uh, we've moved away from having keto in the title it's all still you can see here too keto friendly same ingredients, same same texture same everything I like
1: that I like yeah. it it's gonna be great I, I I'm not sure if I got the new flavor I did get I have the socks in my in my bag so I'm planning on wearing them uh, this weekend and hats and all that stuff. So I have, I have all that on me. Uh, I'm excited to try the new flavor, and I I, I won't I won't spill what you've told me might come out <laughs> another time. But I excited for that too.
0: Awesome. Well, good luck this weekend. Um, keep us thank updated with how you do. And yeah, thanks for joining our podcast today.
1: Of course, thank you. It's not for about you what yourself. you can't do. It's about what you can do. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go.